0: Welcome back to Columbus cast. I'm Laura. I'm Julia. And we got some good news for you this week.
1: Yeah, we do. Do you want to get in with your uh, weekend update? Just- yeah, I
0: don't have much to share, to be honest. Um, this past weekend was not one of, I mean, I did a lot of like productive things around the home, like around the house. I finally finished building my um, compost tumbler and I put it outside. <laughs> like a little annoying things like that. Uh, but nothing really around the... Uh, the city i went to costco a few times i watched the osu michigan basketball game and i was really disappointed by the result because it was so close um there's one bad pass made in like the last five minutes where i don't even know who had the ball but it was in osu possession and the guy went to pass it and he tried to pull a steph curry and like passed it behind his back and no one was looking and it just dribbled down like to half court and i was just like oh that's the game
1: I was I was glad it was like a close game though I mean I would have us rather win but I'd rather us lose now than lose in March
0: for sure no so get me wrong I just it was about
1: time we were on like a sudden game win streak or something crazy a A Buckeye basketball um we're a basketball school um I had a a long weekend long eventful weekend I take Monday off no i worked
0: national margarita day
1: i did not i i worked
0: a long weekend just jam-packed into two days yeah
1: i just like jam-packed my weekend on saturday we woke up early and went to walnut woods metro park like walked around it was so, cool. it was so nice because we were like the only ones there because it was like 8 a.m and it was so pretty and all the snow so check out our instagram for pics later um and then what else did I do? And then we went and got coffee at mission because they, it was like their last day of their um, cherry cordial coffee draft latte. Ooh, it was, it was good. And I tried also tried their strawberry basil draft latte. That's going to be their one. Was, um, March one. Oh, it's really good. I love a drink with uh, an herb in it. We like need to drive the way
0: down just to get it. I may, I'll make an excuse to have a social interaction.
1: It's, it's so good. I I love mission. Um, and then we went to the Worthington farmer's market, which was inside their that mall that's Mm -hmm. like right there. I always forget how big that That little mall is and how much stuff is in there. So that was kind of cool. We picked up, um, a breakfast sandwich and a donut muffin from Sassafras bakery. Sassafras bakery's, um, breakfast sandwich was really phenomenal. Love and then, what else did he, and then at night, I went to huli huli with Kristen to pretend we oh, were somewhere warm.
0: Hawaiian place?
1: Yeah, the little, yeah, like, Tiki Bar and Paul.
0: Instagram, and it was good.
1: Yeah, it was, I had gotten it takeout before, but that was my first time eating, and it was really good, and it was, like, really funny to see, because you had these huge icicles in the window. <laughs> outside? But then, and then they had, like, a space heater on, and we're drinking, like, Tiki, Drinks and
0: my ties or whatever.
1: Yeah. So that was like a weird juxtaposition. I don't know if I used that correctly, but Ted
0: Cruz, Ted Cruz should have taken a lesson from you and
1: yeah. Um, Oh, and then on Sunday I went to platform to watch the Ohio state, Michigan basketball game, which was awesome. Platform is doing a great job with like COVID protocols. Like they are really intense about it. You don't, you order from your phone Like you don't even talk to a waitress or anything. They just like bring your drink over. You did all from your phone. You have to sign in when you go in there. So that way, like in case anybody, they can really like contract Uh, trace and it was empty. Also meter parking is free on Sunday. So it was just like the perfect storm of things.
0: That's amazing um and then parking no they don't have a parking lot
1: no they just have meters but there's always a ton of parking over there yeah, there's just always empty it's just metered and it's like why is this area metered? over
0: there so yeah that's true it's kind of annoying i wish
1: yeah I but
0: anyway that's good to know
1: and then i went to pierogi mountain or well i got takeout from pierogi mountain last night it was delicious except they didn't label like the pierogies and i went with like my friend who's vegan so, and I had a couple ones that had like meat and cheese in them. So we had to kind of like break them open and be like, I don't know what this is. Cause all the fillings kind of look the same. That's true. And I was like, I hope this doesn't make you sick.
0: <laughs> Darn. Well, were they good at least?
1: They were really good. And they have like a chicken dish entree thing. That's really, really good. Cause it's chicken, like dumpling. Oh, it's just, I can't remember what it's called, that's but like it was the
0: perfect thing to eat in February
1: i know i'm gonna have to get it again and tuesdays they do one dollar pierogies so it was also a good deal
0: oh i didn't know that that's fire
1: yeah we love a deal
0: yes we for sure do um okay want to hear some news
1: yes let's get into the news
0: i want to hear from you on this one because i don't know if you like knew this the sitch before it happened but land grant over the weekend officially released their new beer in collaboration with buckeye donuts and Stoff's coffee So in my mind, that's like a triple threat because you got beer and coffee and donuts. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a peanut butter chocolate coffee brown ale, which can you say calories? (laughs) But it's called Always Open in reference to Buckeye Donuts and how they're open 24-7. And I definitely want to try it along with Buckeye Donuts. But you got Buckeye Donuts this weekend.
1: I did. My parents and my sister sent me Buckeye Donuts on Monday for my birthday. So they had that delivered, and i they're now all gone. All 12 of them have been consumed. Yep. <laughs> and i that might be why I feel, like, disgusting today.
0: That's <laughs> um, fine. In full disclosure, for absolutely no reason, Nathan and I made buffalo chicken dip last weekend. We made, like, two batches of it, and it's it did not last long. I ate a lot of buffalo chicken dip. That <laughs> may or may not have been my dinner on Saturday. So
1: I can't uh, eat buffalo chicken dip anymore.
0: <laughs> oh god, so sorry. <laughs> um so that was my brew news for the week. And then so this is pretty interesting and I was telling Julia earlier as we get a deep dive into this because I feel like you could um really read a lot on this, but so two things about Columbus zoning. So the first is um Columbus has been conducting a zoning code update survey. It closes officially this Sunday, February 28th. So it's not too late if you're listening now to take it, but there is there's like whispers going on that it's going to be extended. As of right now there's like 1500 people that have responded and I would assume that they would want a few more responses than that. Um but the purpose of this zoning code update survey, um the Columbus Dispatch actually did a really good article on it yesterday. So the survey itself, the city is looking for feedback, initiating zoning code updates, because the majority of our code hasn't undergone like a comprehensive update since the 1950s, post-World War II, which at this point is nearly 70 years ago. And I find it hard to believe, but every single source continues to say that the city is seeing an increased demand for housing. So, um, And in this case, particularly multifamily housing. In walkable neighborhoods um so according to a columbus dispatch in this article they posted in recent years columbus variances have exploded in numbers i wasn't familiar with that term variance but in zoning speak it refers to a permit um to develop a property or use a property not otherwise permitted by the community's zoning so taking a step back if we will what this means is the majority of residential areas in columbus were developed after world war ii in the 50s and 60s um if you want to think geographically then like the northland area forest park east west and devonshire a lot of hilltop was developed in the 60s including holly hill gorgarian heights brookshire westgate um upper arlington believe it or not not all the big houses but a lot of like the smaller houses north of um that like developed area and then east beachwood and even a lot of worthington All developed in the 60s Um, and the long of the short of the story is the city needs more affordable housing but the city is zoned in a way that prevents that because our code isn't zoned for like more dense populated areas and it's creating an artificial scarcity which is driving up the prices according to the Columbus dispatch reporting so um, what I took away from that (laughs) is that we need more housing and we need more affordable housing, but because of the current regulations put in place by our communities, it's not possible. So the city is looking at um, overhauling the code in two parts. We're in phase one right now, which will end sometime this summer. And then phase two will be actually changing the code. So if you're interested in learning more or completing the survey and giving your feedback to the city about how we can update the zoning code appropriately you can go to columbus.gov for slash zoning update and take the survey i'm gonna do it after this i haven't done it yet
1: that's interesting i feel like it's so weird because when you think about housing or you think that columbus has like a lack of housing i mean they definitely have a lack of affordable housing but it's like affordable for sure (laughs) there's so many how is stop building apartments stop
0: that's I mean, stop building luxury apartments that are, like, becoming more and more unaffordable. Yeah. Like, affordable housing is 100% at a shortage. Even in the... I haven't even lived here four years. And in the amount of time that I've lived here, I've seen the increase in, like, rent. Like, that's half the reason why I bought a house. Because when I moved here, I wasn't even paying $900 a month for rent. And by the time, in just three short years that I bought a house, I was paying... Almost twelve hundred a month in rent.
1: Crazy.
0: It's just the rent is too damn high <laughs> to quote SNL yeah. or
1: whatever. I think that was like actual news. I don't think it
0: was. <laughs> it was SNL quoting actual news. <laughs> art imitates life, and life imitates art, and all of that. So, yeah, it's just interesting to think about. And um, housing housing prices continue to soar as rates continue to drop, and yada yada yada. Yeah get the picture (sighs)
1: crazy the
0: point is if you're interested in the future of affordable housing in columbus and communities developing in general go take the survey columbus.gov forward slash zoning update
1: cool well i have some um covid adjacent news about things that are changing now that we're not under stay-at-home order and cases are going down so they're like We're going to choose to look at it as good news. Okay. (laughs) Whatever. So anyway, um, Columbus City Schools is planning on holding graduation in person this year. So that's really exciting for those seniors. Um, They have announced some of the dates. They're going to be June 2nd through June 5th, but the locations are still being determined because they're going to kind of follow the necessary health and safety protocols. So. Yeah, that's that makes sense. that's good for them, and I feel like that's fair considering if you can have people at sporting events, like high schoolers can have their graduations for sure. Um, and then it's also just it's interesting because they are having trouble returning to in-person learning because of like bus situations. I've been
0: reading a lot about that. It's interesting.
1: yeah. So if you don't know, um, Columbus City Schools is responsible for the transportation of like all students who attend private or charter schools if they live within the district. So there's a major shortage of buses and bus drivers and substitute teachers and substitute bus drivers and everything, because it's hard to put a bunch of kids on a bus when you got to social distance them. And it's just a big old mess and they're going all over the place. And anyway, a logistical nightmare. I am glad that's not my career. (laughs) Um, and then also, and now I can't remember how to pronounce this word because I always think Peloton because all I see is Peloton commercials, but it's Pelotonia. Pelotonia or Pelotonia, Pelotonia, Pelotonia. I can't remember. Pelotonia.
0: I don't I know. It, it Pelot- I always think Peloton too. The bike yeah. race that happens in Columbus. Yeah. The big bike race. You know, the one,
1: um, it's returning this summer too. They're going to do some in person then give a virtual option. And then um, the last piece of COVID-adjacent city changes or things that are occurring now. Um, The city is going to resume their 72-hour parking rule um, because that expired kind of in the wake of March and working from home. So that way people didn't have to worry about moving the car every 72 hours if they're not leaving the house. That is set to expire March 1st. So, if you live in the city and you park on the street, especially a street that uh, is very heavily monitored, make sure you're moving your car every 72 hours so you don't get a ticket. Mm-hmm. Good times. Oh boy.
0: Um, yeah. Regarding COVID news in general, I think that this is like the trend that we're going to see is more things. Uh, I'm going to say like, quote unquote, open backup. I want to use that term very loosely, but I think that like masking will be a thing. Did you see the doctor Anthony Fauci said a couple of days ago that masking will continue to be a thing through 2022?
1: Yeah, and I don't doubt that. I'm no, like,
0: I think the one up upside of all of this, if you can believe it or not, there may be one, is the number of flu cases in the U.S. this year was like almost none. It was like off, not not off the charge, Um, almost none. Like there were yeah. No- cases so um maybe we eradicated the flu who knows (laughs) anyway
1: well yeah that's that's all we need to to
0: judgment um the pandemic isn't over things are loosening up but like continue to if you you know if you are doing things um which my therapist says is healthy and you should be (laughs) doing things um wear your mask social distance and um Use your discretion.
1: Yeah, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Um. Oh, and the last little thing I have is Harrison West is getting tunnel art. Like, so on the Olentangy Trail, if you're familiar with it, which I am very, very familiar with that spot in particular. Um, there's this really creepy tunnel, and it's very scary. And I don't like. No one likes running through it. But they're gonna do a huge mural. To kind of make it look all pretty and clean it up, and um, the
0: inside or the outside of
1: it's going to be it's going to span on from the outside through the tunnel and like take part of the overpass, so it's just going to look really like pretty and scenic. Um, It's going to be a three-year project, and it's hoping to kind of transform the area so it's more popular and more like the Cleveland script sign that everyone goes to visit, or the University of Michigan's like social social media like wings mural. So they're going to have columbus is a new nashville we're getting some murals and they want them to be like a tourist spot so that's pretty cool it's like i said a three-year project um and i'm super pumped about it because there's also parking like right by that piece of the trail so very easy spot to if you want to run the trail start in harrison west and then go south go on the side of mile very pretty like a four mile loop perfect
0: I used to walk all the way over to, from my old apartment to where the trail started. And one time I even walked by your old house and I was like, oh, Julia used to live there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not that far where you lived, Mm -mm. used to live versus where I used to live. That was very close.
0: Good times. Okay. Construction news. I saw this and I'm excited. So do you want to share?
1: I'll share. So, um, Jackie O's is planning or trying to plan to build a two-story patio downtown. They took over the elevator, um, tap room space, mm-hmm. which is right by Wolf Surge on 4th. So they still have another meeting with the downtown commission that they need to give, um, kind of more detailed drawings, but it looks oh really cool. <laughs> yeah. It's a double decker patio. And, it's going to be part of the parking lot that's, like, situated north of the building. Um, but the really neat thing is they have, like, well, there's a lot of neat things about it. Because it's going to have, like, a ton of seating areas, fire pits. It'll be, like, an old shipping container bar. Um, a lot of, like, landscaping and greenery and everything. Because, like, yeah. Jackie O's is kind of from that South Athens Hawking area that everything's so green and lush and beautiful. So they're trying to bring that up here. Um, They're going to do a ramp instead of like stairs to go upstairs to try to be accessible. They're trying to really focus on that, especially in downtown spaces, because you find that as you get like more in the city, things become less accessible. Um, And they're also going to the green like all the greenery and all the plants are going to be irrigated or they're planned to be irrigated by a repurposed fermenter that's going to collect rainwater rain water from the roof okay. like a rain barrel yeah. type of thing but it's going to be an old fermenter oh, so that's cool we love reducing and reusing and recycling and catching rainwater
0: we do we really do <laughs> Um, this next piece of news, I actually saw this and I meant to put it in the uh the notes and I'm super pumped about it, but you put it in so I'll let you share it too.
1: Oh, you can go ahead and share it.
0: Okay, so North Market is gonna get a new food vendor. Um it is going to be the vegan soul food um oh okay, I was I was confused. It's called Willoughby's Soul Veg. And it's been a pop-up restaurant at the Hills Market downtown since 2015. I actually, I was excited about this because I used to go to their pop-ups when they had them in $2 radio in um, Old Town East and $2 radio, radio headquarters. Um, and they, they have like really cool, unique vegan food that you don't see all the time. Um, so I'm excited about that.
1: Yeah. It sounded have? really good because they have, some of their menu like preview includes like the rich boy which is a take on a po boy and it features um breaded mushrooms and I love mushrooms so that sounds really good. A crab cake slider and um vegan mac and cheese and vegan cornbread, which also reminds me a piece from this weekend. I had the best crab cakes I have had in like since I've been to Maryland, like at Hooli Holy, like the crab cake was phenomenal. So definitely. that's definitely not vegan, but <laughs> it was really yeah. good.
0: But um, when I, when I ate at Willoughby's, I had, um, they were making like, it was a vegan brunch and they were making like vegan waffle something or other with like some chicken alternative. And it was so good. I remember I waited in line for like, honestly, I feel like I waited in line for two hours to get it and it was worth it. Ugh. So if you're in the mood for some vegan food, Um, Go check out Willoughby's. I'm so excited because they lost their venue a couple months ago due to COVID. Mm. And they were looking for a new place. So I'm glad that they found a new
1: home. I also just love seeing all the Columbus like vegan places popping up. Yeah. That is, it's super neat. It's super awesome. Eating plant-based is good.
0: A side note, I don't know why it would be obvious. um, But if it wasn't obvious, this is a black-owned business as well. So Two birds, one stone, vegan businesses, and black-owned businesses within Columbus. We love to see it.
1: Yes. I am to support it. I'm totally looking forward to going there for lunch one day. I'm trying to make more of a habit of eating lunch out like one day a week to give me one a reason to leave the house and something <laughs> to look forward to. Um, so I think North Market is going to be a spot because I want to try everything in there, and I never do. Yeah. So, now you I'm need, going like, a to North
0: Market tasting menu, where you can get like a little bit of everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For sure. Um, okay, you ready for the sports update? Julia? Yes,
1: give us the sports, Laura.
0: OSU men's basketball team lost to Michigan on Sunday. It was close, a close game, almost all game until the very bitter end. And there was like one too many fouls and one too many foul shots. And I will say though that in that game, the OSU men's like can't miss a shot. And there's this tall guy on the Michigan team. He's a freshman, and he's
1: like—they're all tall. They're basketball players. <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no. He's seven-one, Julia. What's his last name? Johnson. I don't know. He was a—he's a freshman, and he's really freaking good. And so I was like, oh boy, he's got a lot of time left. But he's seven-one, so he was like a beast compared to everyone else.
1: Yeah, but he's also a freshman, and he will—he might—he'll probably be a one-and-done player. And just go straight to, you don't, you only have to play at college for one year to go to, um, the NBA.
0: I thought like four people from, from college went to the NBA every year. It's like not a very high number.
1: You think four people from like Ohio state or just from from college in
0: general? Nathan has me convinced that like basketball is one of the most selective sports. Okay, Okay. anyway, this is, my, <laughs> this is my version of the sports update. If Nathan's listening to this, he can um, tell me what he thinks after. The other one is the Blue Jackets lost yesterday. I didn't watch. I just saw the score after. I don't even know who they played. Don't ask me.
1: Um, I watched a hockey game yesterday. Oh, I watched the Capitals-Penguins game.
0: You would, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I also, I mean, I get DC, um, the, who won that one? capitals with penguins they also played on sunday so they're all they're kind of like blurring together together. yeah um but they went into overtime so they both kind of won they both got a point but this isn't a pittsburgh um sports thing so anyway tell us Uh, about an activity for this weekend laura i
0: was gonna say i have a space for politics and to be honest there's a lot of political things going on in columbus but i can't name one of them that's positive so we can just skip over that
1: if that sounds want, like a good idea.
0: Yeah, if you if you want to <laughs> know about politics in Columbus, you can do that on your own time. For example, there was a corrections officer in Columbus arrested for child pornography. It's like, come on, people.
1: Really? Yeah. Really? I saw that. There was something else I thought I like sent oh, to you, too.
0: Um, the latest person arrested in the Capitol in charge of the Capitol breach um, insurrection was an Ohio resident. Yep. Shocker there. Uh, The nuclear plant bailout repeal is gaining traction in the Ohio Senate. So, keep you posted on that one. Democrats still want a full repeal. Anyway, let's just, I'll just tell you about some activities. So this one isn't actually new and I don't know if we covered it or not, but maybe we missed it. Maybe this one slipped under the radar. I don't remember. But I have a friend who recently visited Play Seabus, which is a really unique place that opened in Worthington this past November. They opened like in COVID. Um, so I'm assuming they have all like the regulations and everything in place. Um, but it seems super awesome. So it's a 52,000 square foot indoor activity entertainment facility for large groups. No, not large groups. Sorry. All <laughs> groups and ages. Don't bring a large group.
1: Not large groups.
0: <laughs> Small groups. A- um, so they have their first location is in Cleveland and it was successful. So they opened, they branched out to Columbus. Um. They have a two story rope course, a kid's area. A Via Fernetta, I don't know what that is. Uh, Via Ferrata.
1: Via Ferrata, what is that? I think it's like, I've only done one outside um, in West Virginia, but it's when they basically put bars and um, kind of metal into a mountain so that way you can climb it without having to actually like climb onto the rocks. Interesting. It's like man-made rock climbing, it was used okay. to, like, train soldiers in, like, yeah, one I of the world wars. Militaristic. Yeah, it's super cool. If you're ever in, like, Seneca Shadows, West Virginia area, you got to do it. It's awesome.
0: Um, they also have nin- ninja courses, climbing walls, and a full bar and restaurant. So there's something A it.
1: bar and restaurant? Interesting. I know, and
0: their food looks really good. So um, all their food is made from scratch in the kitchen, and the food menu is available from open until an hour before close and they're open until 10 o'clock. So it's like, yeah,
1: well, I guess that makes sense. Cause there's probably like a whole like children's birthday party industry yeah, and like then sure. you can have food.
0: Um, and if you're wondering, they don't require reservations. Um, guests are allowed to walk in and purchase tickets at the facility. And lastly, you spectators don't have to pay. So let's say you go with your kids and the parents are just like hanging out parents don't have to pay to enter but they're welcome to use the bar
1: <laughs> oh that is awesome
0: yeah so um it seems relatively covid friendly i was talking to my mom about it and i was like i'm not really sure how you efficiently clean a fifty-two thousand square foot space but
1: you figure it out
0: bring your hand sanitizer
1: <laughs> you pump the air through and yeah, you spray it. everything down
0: i'm sure Probably. they got it down by now so yeah it just seemed cool so if you're ever in the area it's in like worthington ish
1: that's awesome. Yeah. That's a good, fun, active activity.
0: Mm-hmm. And also the weather's going to be really nice this weekend. It's going to be, um, I think Sunday's going to be the best day. It's going to be like mid-50s and sunny on Sunday. So if you're ready to like take a hike or start the spring, because March starts on
1: Monday. God, that feels Great. so weird.
0: I know, we're getting close to a year, Julia. No. <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day and it was this girl and she was like, "So, uh, what are we doing for the 1 year anniversary of lockdown?" She's like, "Are we all going to bake banana bread again?" She's like, "Should I get my sourdough starter out?"
1: All of those TikToks that are like, um, I find myself nostalgic for March 2020 have been hitting me so hard lately. I, I almost <laughs> it's like Tiger King and like all the yeah. different TikTok songs that were really popular then. I was like, "Oh, life was so simple when it was March of last year we're like oh this is fun like work from home like yeah. this is kind of neat like trying to be positive obviously it, pandemic before yeah yeah it obviously it sucked but it was a lot easier to be like it's fine it's temporary
0: it's often opti- yeah more optimistic <laughs> it's so funny i think um on our one year anniversary we should go back and listen to that podcast episode we recorded and that, i think the title is like we're okay or like we're fine
1: Oh yeah, I think that was the last oh, one we, we like we recorded in person, okay. <laughs> where we were like making jokes about like, oh yeah, you know, three people have COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> those were the fine.
0: days, Julia.
1: Those were those were a time. Now we're in another time, and soon we'll be in the future time.
0: In the next time. All right, we'll see you in the future time, Columbus. Take care.